see it. You see it. You see me. What are you telling me, cuz? I'm blessed, man. What are you saying? You're right. Dead day. Dead day. Huh? Me dead day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever heard that one before? Welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Purple Podcast. Oh my days. <laughs> that is a vile. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, welcome to another episode of the Purple Podcast. My name is Emmanuel. And my name is David. Or Corriday. Or B. I guess we're still going with this then. That's, that's another conversation. Once again, well, don't worry, we will get there. We will <laughs> get there. We will get there. <laughs> anyway, shout out to the Purple people. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is going on today? The devil is a liar. <laughs> Anyway, shout out to the purple people, man. Gag, the purple gag, nation. Gag, gag, gag. We're glad to have you listening one more again. One more again. Yeah, you didn't yeah. want to finish off one more time, no? Nah, I just thought I'd switch it up. Mad. You know what I'm saying? Mad, mad, yeah, mad, yeah, mad, yeah, mad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, man. So today, you know, we're going to speak on one that's really, really appropriate for people of any walk of life, man, at any point in time in their life. Therefore. Um, because we we all we all need money, guys. We, we all need money oh, and uh and the way to get that money is often more often than not having a career mm. um and uh gone are the blissful days of childhood where you didn't have to worry about paying rent ah. or paying tithes those days are gone not that we worry about paying tithes we we do that with a cheerful heart amen <laughs> Of course we do it with a cheerful heart. But I mean, like, whatever it might be that you, you know, you need to pay, um, you know, student financing. 60-pound phone bill. Oh. Or your phone bill, um, you know, student loans and all them things there. So uh, gone are the days where we didn't have to, we didn't have to deal with all of that. Uh, mm. Now we have to deal with all of that. We shouldn't worry about it because, you know, you can't, by worrying, you, you can't, you know, change Olympians your hair or anything four, like four that. 419. Don't worry about nothing, but with prayer and uh, thanksgiving. You know, make your request known to God. Come I mean, on. That, that wasn't the Bible verse, but you know. Oh, was we, that not? We, no, 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 no. Oh, Philippians 419, 419. God shall supply all your needs. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how I remember it. Philippians 419. 419. <laughs> Special one for us Nigerians, are you? Yeah, right. Um, God shall supply all your needs according, according to, to his riches, riches in glory. In glory. And yeah. that's what he will do um, when we are generous to him. Um but that notwithstanding, of course, we need careers to make money. Therefore, man. Therefore. Careers are a massive part of life. You know, unfortunately, um, the the number of years that a person works before they are able to, before they are, I guess, forced into retirement um, is increasing. And it's oh, increasing year on year. Some people criminal. are saying by the time we get to it, you know, there might not even be a year of retirement. Um, Which is mad because then you got to ask the question, why are they collecting one pension fee? By the time you'll need to collect it, you'll be dead. And then who's going to chop the money? Well, it seems to me that you can always um, dip into your pension if need be. Um, but, Fair enough. But it's a good point. It's like, can you imagine like just working, 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 working mm. um, and getting that pension and stuff? Um, sorry, paying that pension and, you know, just never, ever, you know, using it. I mean, it's good because hopefully, inevitably, that can just be left for your children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it is your money at the end of the day. Of course. But uh, plus, obviously, I think it's subsidized as well by the government. The government give a percentage with regards I, to I interest. I wouldn't know. I'll be, I'll be 100. But yeah, so um, anyway, careers are a massive part of life. You're going to be working for a long, 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 long time. Mm. You know, words that I've heard people close to retirement say to our generation. And I kind of resent that. But there you go. 
Um, and but what they have said is that you want to make sure that whatever you're doing, yeah, um, is something you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Now, watch this. They're making us make those kind of decisions from a very young age. Um, you know, at the age of, you know, we we would say uh, as soon as you finish university, then you need to decide what career you're going to do. But if if we're going to be realistic here, um, you need to kind of have some sort of idea. Or mm. It seems like you should have some sort of idea even from secondary school. 15, 16, sometimes. Yeah, from when you're picking your options and stuff like that. Like you need to have some sort of idea because you need to know, all right, cool. These jobs or these subjects are going to allow me to do this subject area, which I'm interested in. So then I need to, you know, study this at A-level. And that A-level will then allow me to do this subject at university. And Mm. that will allow me to get into this field. So you need to at least have some sort of idea, which I think is absolutely ludicrous. I mean, mm. 15, 16 year olds, bro, on, on, what do you call it? What, uh, what do you call this? It's not called a mufti. Like, Did you say wall on? Not, nah, nah, not even. <laughs> not <laughs> even. Okay, it's sorry, like a, you know, non uni- non school uniform day or something like that. Okay. That's what they were called and stuff. Where you wear your own <laughs> clothes to school. Say non school uniform day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you wear your own clothes to school. Yeah. Own clothes day. Own clothes. Uh-huh, thank you. Own oh, clothes day. It's been day, that yeah. long, huh? Yeah, it's been that long. It's been that long. So, like, most kids don't even know what they're wearing on an own clothes day, let alone a career they want to be doing for the next 50, 55, 60 years of their lives. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for people to have to then make a choice, I just find that a bit mad, to be honest. And the other thing is that, you know, getting into careers, you know, you don't necessarily have to have as much experience from the age of, you know, 15, 16. You don't have to have so many years of experience like that. Um, but, you know, getting into certain jobs, it's like, yo, you need to have had one year in industry already. Yeah. And you've been in uni- like you've been in education your entire life or you mm-hmm. need to have had, you know, two years of experience before you can acquire this job. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. got a master's degree, but do you have two years of experience in industry? Mm. And it's like sometimes it feels as though the entry level jobs are asking for that. Not everyone, but you know, even sometimes entry level jobs are like, Oh, you need at least one year of experience. Mm. Um and for I don't know if they still do it, but you know, there are many three year courses still out there. Um, which should probably be canned now. You yeah. should probably have four-year compulsory so mm. that everybody has to have one year of experience, even if they don't like it. At yeah. least it's, it's like, oh, tough love. Like, you don't like it now. You don't want to have to take a year out. I know mm-hmm. you just want to finish university quickly. Mm-hmm. But if you have this, you never know how it's going to become yeah. useful. Um, so, yeah, everybody, everybody needs to have an idea of kind of what they want to do, even from a young age. Yeah. And so, like you were saying, you know, in school, you know, from the age of, you know, 14, really. Yeah. Year nine, you need to make your decisions for GCSE. True. Um, and then once you've made those decisions, which is still somewhat broad, that's mm. fine. Um, but again, even those are narrowed, but it's still somewhat broad. Mm. It then gets even more narrow. Yeah. Or narrower. Mm-hmm. So by the time it's, you need to pick for A-levels what you want to do. Four yeah. subjects, at the very least three. Mm. Uh, and then once you've done that, you then start to get into, you know, you kind of specialize at university where it's like one subject area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you do that, if you go on for your master's, uh, then, or you go into something like law school or med school, yeah, yeah. then it's, it's even more specific. Mm. Um, but, to get into medicine, you need to have certain A-levels, like you said. Of course. To get into those A-levels, you need to have good grades at those kind of, uh, the GCSEs that are required for that. So again, you have to make that si- that decision really young. But here's the issue. There are so many careers that you can do. Oh, too many. And the, w- the way like society is going, especially in the Western world, there's so many jobs that are constantly being created. And it's like, these don't necessarily have courses for them per se. Okay. So it's like... um. You know, with this whole social media thing, let's track back, I don't know, 
10, 15 years, mm. there weren't that many out and out social media courses, specific years ago, courses. What was social media? Maybe Bebo and Nah, it was coming and, uh, up MySpace. small, small yeah, MSN and things like that. Yeah, it was like two thousand and five preliminary stages. But you know, from about two thousand seven, two thousand eight, Facebook and, and things like that started to come up. Um then the to the two thousand and tens, you know, Snapchat, Instagram, things like that just started to blow up. Twitter. I think Twitter was like starting two thousand or two thousand two, something like that. Something along around those times. And they just started to blow up. But yeah, with the way the country is, there's so many jobs that, you know, new jobs that require new skills and that the education system don't cater towards, you know? So So then do you feel like the school system, um, in terms of the curriculum, do you feel like it's unbalanced then? Completely unbalanced in every way, shape or form. All right. In every way, shape or form. You see, people that are... You know, you don't even have to be woke. All you need to do is just do a bit of research. A lot of parents just ship off their kids to school thinking, yeah, they're giving you an education. You'll go through all of the right levels, get a degree, and get a really good job. I'm so not sorry. Coming out of university <laughs> with a 2-1 or a 1st and getting 23 or 24 or 25 grand per year to pay off 50 grand debts worth of student loan is not an ideal way to live at all and that's exactly what this education system is training up millions of young people to do and to be mm. do you know what i'm saying um and i feel like the this this education system is doing especially young people is doing them a massive disservice a massive disservice um there are no you know skills being taught of financial literacy how to make money work for you you know that mm. that that book that book rich dad poor dad you know teaching people how or teach or letting people know how the rich people what the rich people teach their kids about money and then what you know poor people or middle class people teach their kids about money mm. and it's very very different things you know the education system doesn't teach you that you know somebody asked me a question and they said all right cool when was the last time you ever had to use the following equation a squared plus b squared equals c squared i just think in general the the government and the education system um doesn't help students at all it doesn't raise up people to you know think outside the box or come up with different ideas to make you know uh, different streams of income it teaches people to just be good workers and to fill in slots now here's the thing because i definitely agree with you i feel that the um the educational system could definitely be a lot more practical mm. and i feel like things have changed with regards to um even when it bear with me here when it comes to learning how to drive okay you know they've added things to that test now such as how to change a tire yeah those yeah. are the kind of practicalities you know i passed my my own practical by the grace of god mm. before they brought those things in mm -hmm. um, but those are the kind of practicalities that are very very useful because yeah it's all nice learning how to do a turn in the road but what if you know your your tire bursts yeah and you've got a spare tire are mm. you going to spend are you going to ask aa to come out and fix your spare tire or is it something you can do for yourself mm. you know so maybe that kind of practicality you know how to do with taxes mm. um if you own your own business how do you do with taxes then yeah. you know a variety of things like that maybe that could be brought as you said to the educational system yeah but let me ask you this is university going to uni is it beneficial at all 
Yes. Because you mentioned the whole thing of, you know, it just trains you to be a good worker. It just trains you to um, to get debt, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, for um, like the long time in life. Yeah. So yeah. really, is it beneficial still? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I believe university to be beneficial because here's what you've got to look at. University isn't, for me, I've, all, I've my mantra has always been university, the primary reason you should go is for networking. Your network is your net worth. Do you know what I'm saying? Interesting. Um, and the reason I say that is because in this lifetime, a lot of people understand that it's not what you know, it's who you know. That's you true. Could, you could be perfectly qualified for a job. And, you know, that could, that job could be 50, 50 grand a year. You could have 20 years experience in that job and whatever it might be. And then if you go for that job and then somebody else goes for that job, just because whoever's like, whoever's potentially hiring, if they know the person that's got absolutely no years experience, but, you know, they've, they know that person, they know them to be a good person, a reliable person, they could pick that person over you. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? It's mm. definitely who you know. And I think university university rather i think it it it's a good training ground and it's a good microcosm of life in terms of dealing with different people mm. and i feel like for that reason university is very very necessary i feel like the experiences people have i think it's necessary for young people to go outside and live on their own pay rent um fend for themselves, do shopping and things like that. I feel like that's invaluable experience. But what about career though? As for a career, it's possible that yes, it can work. So here's what I'll say. For certain And define what you mean by work, by the way. So okay, let okay, get somebody to where they want to be with their career. That's what I'll say work. So mm. um I'll put it this way. So there's certain professions being a lawyer, uh being a doctor a surgeon, things like that, that require you to go to university and study and get the right information. Because if you don't have the right information, innocent people could go to prison, innocent people like, or people that, you know, their lives are put in your hands could die if you're not up to date. So stuff like that, cool. I understand you going to uni, doing your thing and stuff like that. Understandable. Um, but for a lot of other professions, I don't think you need uni in terms of a career, in terms of career wise, because I feel like experience is way more valuable, way more valuable. You know, uh, when I was in uni, I had uh, one of my guys who was in the same course as me, and you know, I, I saw him as a joke, man. Like he wasn't serious. The guy barely came into uni. He'd always leave early and stuff like that. And for him, like he was working a job part time earning 40k a year part-time i'd like to know what that job is <laughs> he was working in, he was working in a watch in a watch store so he was working in a watch store and he was earning obviously good money like obviously some celebrities would come and buy watches there and stuff like that so he was doing well for himself but he said i think he was 23 24 years old and i think uh he had been working from when he was 16 so all of those years experience in different places he's worked, you know, I think he was the manager there. Mm. So like he's done very, very well for himself. Mm. And you know, it's all about experience at the end of the day, you know? See, that's that's interesting because I, I feel like university is, I think there are more benefits to university sometimes than we give it credit for. So even when we talk about, you mentioned that, you know, getting experience would be, of greater value and it's true that you know if you've got a degree and no experience they they would probably take somebody who has you know 
five years experience yeah. but no degree mm-hmm. over you do you know what i mean um they'll probably take that person over you mm. so I, I i hear that i agree with that to a degree but i think no no pun intended mm. but i think that you know there's still great benefit in going to university because a lot of places won't let you in the door without a degree very true take for example many of uh there are many uh people who have come over to this country and the, you know they've got tons of experience mm. bucket buckets loads of mm. experience but they don't have a degree in this nation yeah um even people who have degrees from other nations and they come over here to work it's like, yeah, you come over here to work, but you've got to take some exams so that we can see that you fit our standards. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and so my point there is that I feel that, you know, getting a degree in this country and conversely, if you the funny thing is if you get a degree in this country and go elsewhere, like most other places you go, mm. you are going to be able to work because yeah. you've got a degree from the UK yeah. or from London. Like, mm. oh, what a big deal. Mm. Um, so I feel that d- a degree is a key. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel that it's necessary and even almost because not everybody's going to have experience like your friend. Fair enough. Fair not enough. everybody's going to have experience like him and be able to work at a part time store for 40K. Like how often do you hear of stories like that? True. They might be more common than we know, mm. but they're definitely not a common place mm. or they're not commonplace in society. Yeah. Um, so in a situation where people don't have the opportunity to just grab experience like that, mm-hmm. I, I think it's definitely beneficial for them to um go to university. Yeah. But then even then, you know, let's kind of speak to this whole thing of, you know, chasing your dreams versus going to for your nine for a nine to five. Yeah. Because when it comes to um university now, I feel that there are some there are some households, mm. perhaps even maybe it's more common in some cultures, like where they will try and rear you up from a young age to go into a particular profession. Mm. I know that I've heard um, amongst, there are loads of people who are Indian who go into medicine. Mm. There are loads of people who are Chinese who uh, who also go into medicine, who go into a variety of different careers. Yeah. You know, um, there are many people who are Nigerian who go into engineering. Well, it's it's the big four, isn't it? Yeah. Especially uh, in Africa and, and Asian countries. It's the big four. It's, uh, or maybe big three. The, uh, it's engineering, uh, lawyer, yeah. or a doctor. Is yeah. there any other one that I've missed out? Uh, maybe an accountant as yeah. a subcategory. Yeah, 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 like that's not necessarily the highest, but it's still respected. All oh, my son is a five. Don't come back to my house. Or don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. Right. So stereotypically, um, you know, it's those it's those four, particularly the first three that I mentioned. Mm. Um, and so going to university, as you said, is necessary for that. But I want you to speak a little bit because the UK, particularly London. It's a land of opportunity. Mm. And there are other places which are not necessarily held as hailed as the land of opportunity that yeah. people have, you know, made something of themselves without being any of those three or four things. Of course. So then in the UK then, what should a person do? Because we we see these footballers who are earning millions and yeah. millions and millions. Yeah. We see these, you know, YouTube content creators who are making who've made millions. Mm. We see, you know, social influencers who are making tons of money. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what what should we do then? You know, should we focus on the whole typical route of going down, being an engineer, et cetera, et cetera? Or should we, you know, turn our minds elsewhere? Here's what I'll say. There needs to be a fine balance. Okay. It's all well and good, um, you know, sticking to, to a degree. But I guarantee you, most people that have got degrees right now Especially at the time of recording, yeah. um, they're sitting at home, jobless, nothing to do. 
They can't even work from home. Mm. Bare redundancies. Bare redundancies. Do you know what and I'm if, saying? And if that is you, you know, we're hoping and praying by God's grace, you'll be able to get a, a, a good, well-paying job that, you know, you'll For be real. happy in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Real, amen. Sorry to hear if, if, you know, you've been made redundant at this time, but keep your ch- keep your head up. Keep your chin you up. Know, keep your chin up. Yeah, like, yo, like, it's, it's, it's not the end. Do you know it's what I'm saying? So stay strong, keep applying for jobs, and you'll be back on your feet in no time, man. Defo, defo, defo. But yeah, go on. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, it, it's not wise for someone to just stick to that one profession because there are not many professions where, you know, regardless of what's going on, they can still keep doing what they're doing. So obviously doctors are still doing what they're doing. Lawyers, I don't even know what's going on with certain court cases. They've probably be, been suspended and stuff like that. Um, but in in they'll still be processing paperwork. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, processing. Because a lot of a lot of law, a lot of law, is paperwork processing. I can't even lie to you. Matting. A lot of it is paperwork processing. But Matting. go on. But um, I'd say in that situation, what people should do is think. God gave you a brain, use it. And why do I say that? For anybody to live a life, I'd say just to live in comfort they need at least three different streams of income. Where people make the mistake is that they... I don't necessarily um, agree, but go on. For me personally, there's there's certain jobs where you can only have one stream and that one stream is bringing in enough money. Cool. But for how most people want to live, they need three different uh, streams of income. And for me, they need, to, they need to hit different categories. For example, your one needs to be on nine to five. Um... But in the event of something that is happening where everybody's forced to stay their backsides at home, <laughs> you need to have two other streams that you're able to do that can bring you in some form of money. For some people, that could be teaching a particular lesson. For example, teaching keyboard lessons. You can do that online. People can be sending you the money, um, bank transferring you the money. You're making money and it's coming into your account over something small that you do on the side. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another way, selling e-commerce, selling products online. Some other people, they take products from here, they buy them like like for cheap, um, they mass buy them, send them back home to their home country and then sell them there for a profit. That, 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 that's business, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's different ways of for people to make money. And it's just, I just think people aren't doing enough to think about different ways to make it. The reason I don't necessarily agree with you need at least, you know, or you need preferably at, or at least three different streams of income, I think it's a good thing. But one thing I found is that the more you make money, Particularly when the people you're you're rolling with um, are of a certain class, yeah, um, or in a higher class to you, or than you, or you're rolling with a different group of people, um, for whatever reason, and I guess maybe it comes down to pride. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you're you look and smell, and almost to a degree behave like the people in your class. So I remember, you know, a lot of people will say, "Oh, if I was earning a million pounds, like." You know, I would never, I, I would just spend the same. And some people do that. And I respect that. And that should, I think that's a good thing. Mm. But like one thing you'll find is that once you get that nine to five and you start earning your, you know, starting 24, 25, 26, 30K, mm. you know, you'll find that particularly if you're working in the city, like the suit that you bought from East Street Market for 100 pounds, you know, you'll find that it doesn't fit as well. You'll just notice after a while that the suits that everyone else is wearing in the city, they look slightly different. Matting. They've, they kind of fit them better. Your suit kind of looks a bit, it doesn't have that same kind of, you know, I don't know how to explain. It doesn't have the same fit. It's not as tailored. It doesn't, 
it doesn't look as good. And you'll start to notice it after a while. Another thing you'll notice is that they're wearing these things called overcoats, which you you don't even know where to go to buy them. Mm. You're still going to Asda to buy your, you know, your 20 pound or your 10 pound, you know, Asda white shirt, which is no disrespect there. It's lovely. They're going Charles Tirrett, Moss Bros, um, and other places like that, Sha. Suit supply, et cetera, et cetera. This Don't come for me. I know my this suit shops. I know this them. Guy. But yeah, they're going there and you'll find that like, you know, even when they advise you, I remember, you know, one of my old managers, he was like, yeah, you can get a decent, you know, um, oh, you could, why? I don't buy my suits. I just tailor made them. And I was like, what? I was like, how much does that cost? Uh, if I want to go cheap, maybe 600 pounds. And I'm looking like that. I'm looking at that like 600 pounds. 600 pounds? Like where we come from, like you don't do them things. What you don't spend that kind of money. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Period. <laughs> Talk less on a suit. That's house rent money. Yeah, 100. and that doesn't even fully cover house rent, bruv. <laughs> what do you mean six hundred pounds? If if you're gonna go cheap, or another person was like, oh yeah, you can get a really decent suit for, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like a really cheap suit for two hundred. Cheap suit for two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> now of course part of this is ignorance but like we have to understand that a lot of people uh you know come from working class backgrounds mm. and you know particularly if they're first generation yeah uh londoners and things like that mm. you know the idea of spending 200 pound in a suit will be foreign and it depends on the occupation of your parents as well because mm. that's another thing a lot of our <clears throat> a lot of our english friends yeah you know the idea of becoming a lawyer and engineer is not an aspiration yeah it is not an aspiration that's just what mum, dad, and uncle Jeff does. Yeah. So it just runs in the family. So I'm gonna become a doctor. Like it's just it's what we do. It's yeah. what our family does. The same thing in a lot of uh, Asian families as well. It's like oh, dad was this, mum was this, so they just become that. It's not an aspiration. Yeah. So for a lot of us, where these kind of things may seem like aspirations, and so that our parents can brag, hey, my son is a medical doctor, oh. all of that stuff, medical doctor, all of that stuff. Um, you'll find that as people like that earn more money it might be a common thing that they want to look like the people they're around. Yeah. So your lifestyle changes. Yeah. Uh, and once lifestyle changes, spending habits change. Yeah. And so you'll find that as such people earn more money, um, the, the cost of living is, is increasing to meet that. Mm. So even though we say, you know, you need to have three streams of income, I think without discipline, it's very, very, very possible that three streams of income will not enough, will not be enough, sorry. Heck, even 25 streams of income will not be enough. But I did want to say something to this briefly. The whole are adults because remember we're talking about the realist versus the the or the pragmatist versus the dreamer. Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole thing of like certain cultures seemingly pushing certain um, certain careers is there a benefit in that? So again, ah. the big three: engineer, uh, doctor, and lawyer. There can be benefits to it, but at what cost? Oh, okay. Talking I feel about. like it is. It is beneficial. It is beneficial to have a degree, to get a degree in a subject that will yield a good financial return. Do you know what I'm saying? It is mm. beneficial to do that. And you know, sometimes you may not even want to, but sometimes it's just firming what you don't like, doing something good in it, so that you'll be more comfortable. Mm. Because a lot of us, uh, a lot of our African, Caribbean, you know, Asian, Arab, maybe less for Arab, but you know. Yeah, like the, like Asian and African and Caribbean parents have come um, from places and from backgrounds and they're doing menial tasks. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? They might not even have, you know, or let's say the freedom to move around um, as free as free as we do. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And 
from them having to work menial tasks and you know just kind of make enough money to get by or you know build themselves up from from scratch yeah to get property Start a whole new and, life. To, and to you know get assets for themselves Come, coming from that aspect of where they're coming from, they will want you to do these jobs that they've seen other people doing and that's bring them a lot of money. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So in terms of that, it is definitely, there are benefits to it, yes. And I can understand why they push that. But at the same time, I said, at what cost? Now, a lot of parents fracture relationships with their children um, in pushing these... Forcing. Um, sorry? Forcing. On yeah, forcing these careers on their children, you know, and putting pressure on them, saying, "Ah, oh, you know, you better do this and or do that career, and if you don't do well, yeah, I'm disowning you as my child." <laughs> and you know, they they fracture a lot of relationships because one thing that that is pretty much established, or one thing if you're not aware, is that everybody is different, and a lot of people's passions aren't in these, you know, regular or common jobs that, you know, used to be top of the food chain in terms of uh, a career. Mm. So being a doctor, being a lawyer, or being, what was the other one? An engineer. An engineer, or even being a teacher. Mm. Uh, that's, that's seen as a, re as a very respectable job to have. Um, Although and, it doesn't really make much money, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah until shame. you get to the higher levels and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those jobs aren't at the top of the food chain anymore. And, you know, there are other jobs that people are doing and they're making more money from. I'll give an example. Make it make sense as to how somebody can jump on YouTube and can just be an idiot. And these people are making healthy, <laughs> healthy money from doing the YouTube. Yeah, entertainment. Tell me, even entertainment, tell me why a footballer, yeah, even, oh, this guy, Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe is younger than me. The kid's like, what, 19, 20 maybe? Hey. The kid hey, is probably sitting on minimum 350 racks. That's 350,000 euros per week. That's, that's... Every month, he becomes a millionaire. Take that in. I <laughs> no, no, take that in. Take that in. Yeah. Every month, he becomes a millionaire. Take that in. He's a million, a million euros richer. And what, what people need, what parents need to understand is that there, there are so many ways to make money in this country. Yeah. Legal ways. Yeah. I don't condone anything Yeah, they're making illegal, illegal money. Uh, we, we strongly encourage you that there are other ways out there. Loads of other um, ways. There are other ways out there. And feel free to hit us up in the DMs. If, because some people even say, just briefly on that, they'll say, oh, yeah, but, you know, an ex-con, how are they going to make money? There are initiatives out there. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. I say ex-con, I mean somebody who's come out of prison, yeah. um, who's got a... Um, criminal record yeah there yeah. are initiatives out there charities out there who specialize specifically i don't I, the door the name doesn't come to me right now but they specialize specifically on people who have um a criminal record yeah um the, the people who've literally come out of jail they specialize on getting those individuals jobs yeah because they yeah. believe in restoration but sorry go on no, 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 no. it's, it's yeah. a great point illegal great point. if possible let's let's leave that but yeah, I feel like parents just need to understand that there are so many more ways of making money. And, you know, with a lot of African and Asian parents and Caribbean parents, it's one of those ones where, you know, once you tell them that you don't want to go down that path or you tell them you want to do something that they don't necessarily think will bring in a lot of money. So let's say you want to get into media or, 
you want to you know do something uh that's not those like regular the jobs three, yeah um what you'll need to do is get into that field and start making good money before they'll actually back you mm. which is a big problem a very big problem and can build a lot of resentment but it just has to be the case because then those parents they all then um they are the types that say seeing is believing mm. so they won't back you they won't support you at like either you'll get very very little to no support um at all um and it's it's one of those ones you just got to work hard and surround yourself with the right people and the right voices and the right material yeah um but you know what i feel that um because again, we have to remember the story, the background behind all of this. So yeah. as, as you know very well by now, mm. uh, we're Nigerians, uh, we're also British and we're proud of both. Gang. You know what I'm saying? We're proud of both. Gang. Um, so what for us though, when it comes to the Nigerian aspect, you know, a lot of Nigerians, as you said, they've come, they're in the diaspora. Um, they've come from their home country. Their home country is Nigeria. That's yeah. where they grew up. Um, they had some form of education or maybe no form of education. Mm -hmm. They've come over here to the land of opportunity yeah. uh, to give their children what is essentially a better life. That is mm -hmm. incredibly hard. A place that is not your first language is yeah. it's nothing, it's not very similar to your culture at all. Yeah. Um, and you now want your own children to get opportunities that you yourself did not get. Yeah. And what's worse is you can't even, in a lot of cases, you can't better yourself because a lot of these households, unfortunately, are single parent households. There's, and, and even when they're not, they're very busy working yeah. to financially provide for these kids. So these True. kids don't have to worry about anything else. They can just go to school and study. True. And then these kids come home talking about, mom, I don't want to do the dishes. Yeah. Get, go and do the dishes, bruv. Do you know how much your mom and your dad sacrificed? Nah, that's true. Story. Anyway, that's another story. So they're, they're now, their whole thing is, I want to give this child a better life mm. than I got. Yeah. Now, for some parents, part of that is like so that they can grow up and take care of me. That's problematic in itself. Is you def now when we say it's problematic, here's what we mean definitely take care of your parents when they're older. But the reason what I think one of the aspects to that is I don't think they have pension in Nigeria, which is a problem. And there are many nations in this world that they don't have pensions, so it's like, of course, there's they need to be taken care of, that they can't work anymore, they've been forced into retirement, there's no pension. How are these people going to survive? Of course, your children need to take care of you, but this is what we're talking about financial literacy, it is not anyway. I'll bring that one in after. Go for it. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas in this country, you know, pensions are there for your parents mm. to, to basically take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, but wherever you can, whether there's pension or no pension, do take care of your parents. But that notwithstanding, they want you to have a better life than they did. Now, listen, being an engineer, being a doctor, particularly a medical doctor, and being a lawyer, there's nowhere in this world that you can go that you won't be able to work. Unless that place does not have a an infrastructure as a as a nation, such mm. that they don't have a legal system, so there's no need for lawyers. Mm. They don't have hospitals, so there's no need for doctors. Mm. And they don't have they they have no buildings, no need for engineers mm. or whatever else engineers might do. Let's yeah. say the only place you cannot work in this nation in this world is in places that do not have infrastructure. Mm. In other words, Antarctica, and even then, even then, so. Is it really unbeneficial that they're trying to push you down that line? I don't think so. I believe that you're right. You know, it, it shouldn't necessarily be by force to the place where it's like, I want to make you, you know, you have to be, you know, I don't care about how you feel. 
Mm. It's not necessarily the best thing. But can we also remember that your happiness is not God? Like yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, happiness is not what pays the bills. Yeah, yeah. Now, paying the bills doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be happy in every situation, but we need to have a healthy balance of both. Mm. You know, some people say, oh, you know, I'm earning millions, you know, but I'm not happy. Let's sort that out. But it's like you would also not be happy if, you know, you were doing everything that you love and you you couldn't you couldn't earn the money to pay your rent. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the number of people who've entered and we'll get onto our individual stories in a bit, but mm. a number of people who've uh, who've gone after basically made a career out of their their passion, the number of people who've done it and haven't made it is alarming. Mm. And what was their passion has now turned to a frustration for them mm. because they're struggling to pay the bills. Mm. Like that's that's one thing we have to remember. Like the whole thing about having three streams of income, which I agree everybody should do if possible. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing about being that Mbappe, you know, being or doing all these wonderful things, being the celebrity mm. who's earning tons of money, being that movie star who, and by the way, that doesn't necessarily mean they earn lots of money mm. uh, because not everybody who's famous is rich. But, you know, that person who, you know, didn't go to university, started off a business and he became a, a trillionaire in five yeah. years. Yeah. That's not everybody's story. Yeah. So I think it is still beneficial that, you know, certain careers are pushed, particularly the careers which, keyword, lead you to a, a financial stability. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I think you should have a healthy balance of both um, because the whole becoming the Mbappe thing, it doesn't work for everyone. And by the way, it's not just East uh, Asians and Africans that push the whole, you know, certain careers kind of thing. Fair enough. I think that Western infrastructure to a degree pushes certain careers too. True, true. What are the jobs that pay the most? Mm. I think that's how they push it. They push mm. it financially. It's like, okay, there are certain jobs which earn more than other jobs. Yeah. It kind of shows you, you know, which which jobs are, are you know, kind of more desirable or which mm. jobs they want you to do more of. Mm. But the difference between, you know, America, the UK, Canada, mm. uh, which is a part of Northern America, yeah. um, you know, and Europe and things like that, the difference is they have more markets for things that are not necessarily the big three. Yeah, yeah. So they've got larger markets for things like music to mm -hmm. a degree. Do you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You know, more people are willing to put money down mm. for things like art and things like that. Whereas mm. in Nigeria, it's like if you've got art, you know, it it depends on what it is. Because even yeah. with that, it's changing now. If you know, if you're gonna design logos and stuff, you know, yeah, there's a space. There's, there's a, a space for that. For it. There's a growing market for it, but it's not such an established market that people put down two billion yeah. because you designed a logo for them. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I think that's the difference, markets. And so, now the question then comes: All right, you've said all this stuff. Mm. You know, I have my passion. How do I know what I I'm gonna do? Like, how do I actually make that decision of career? I think the moral of the story there in terms of deciding what you want to do is number one, like look at your desires, weigh them up with the practicality of life. Yeah. I've got friends who, you know, I've got a particular friend. He's a sound engineer. He's a musician. He was very, and he's doing it full time. Mm. This guy is traveling all over the world. And sometimes I look at that and I'm like, hmm, would I really enjoy that? But then I realized me and him are two different people and I like the journey I'm on and mm. I know he's loving the journey he's on. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And, I remember having conversations with him and I asked him, well, what about pregnant, you know, stability uh, and practicality? And he was like, he patterned the thing, like he figured it out to the place where, or he, he was tactical about his choice to do music mm. because he knows or he knew that loads of people will go into music. Um, there'll be 
popular for a little while and then after a while people will call the next person. Yeah. Especially because business speaking, like loads of musicians will just undercut you. Mm. Oh, he wants to he wants you to pay him five hundred, I'll do it for two hundred. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so you're losing money because people just undercut you. Yeah. And so he figured out a way to make it such that what he does in the music world, it will always be necessary. Yeah. And that he will be so good that people will call him. Yeah. And that his rates will also be very competitive. Yeah. So this is so I guess the moral of the story is this. You've got to, as I said before, search yourself. What is your desire? What is your passion? What is it that you enjoy doing? Mm. Second, what kind of life do you want to live? Mm. And I'm not talking about, oh, yeah, I want to live the life of a millionaire. Everybody wants to live the life of a millionaire, bro. Pipe down. Mm. Focus. What kind of life do you want to live? Are you a family man? Do you, do, you, do you want a job that... What sacrifices are you willing to make? What sacrifices are you willing to make? Mm. Do you want to be... Do you want a job that you travel around? Do yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Do you want the the, comf- the comfort and the flexibility of do, doing music when you want? Or do you want to do music compulsorily? That's not a word. But do you want music to be compulsory for you every single day of your life? Mm. Whereas like, even if you don't feel like doing it, you have to do it because that's the only way you can make money. Yeah. Like what what kind of life do you want to live yeah and then third how can you make it that the job you're doing is is always necessary Mm. um so that you'll always be able to to make that money and fourth it's a journey yeah man it's a journey 100 percent. there's no rush there's no rush at all there's no rush at all and the thing is a lot of a lot of us even me i'm still young i'm 22 you know what i'm saying i'm still young and it's like a lot of us can think some people are like he's 22 yeah man 22 is still but a lot of people th- uh, can can th- end up thinking that they have to have it figured out. Yeah. But you don't. Because nine times out of ten, your job or what you do will effectively change and evolve every five years. Yeah. It will change and evolve, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just taking time and, you know, understanding that, that shift. Literally, like, you know, one of the reasons our parents are so set on, and, and older people are so set on, like, have a career, have a career, have a career. It's because in their time, it was always one career. Yeah. It was like, oh, you're a builder and you're a builder for the next 50 years. Yeah. Oh, you're an accountant, you're an accountant for the next 50 years. I've been working in this firm for the last 70 years. <laughs> like that's, that's <laughs> literally, <laughs> that's that was their story. But we're now living in a world where it's like, things are changing so rapidly. Yeah. People will be in one career for the five years and then move on. Yeah. Five years, something completely different. Yeah. Five years, something completely different. I know, a, I know a man who, he said that he challenged himself to like, pick up something new every single five years. Like yeah. completely jump into something different. Yeah. Every five years. And so, yeah, it's a journey. Um, so I guess the two takeaway things are this. One, it's a journey. It's okay to not know tomorrow. Yeah. Like if you're not, if you're anxious and you're worried, a uh, very wise man by the name of Jesus the Christ said, <laughs> um, don't worry about tomorrow. Um, for sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Come on, in somebody. Other words, in other words, like why are you worrying about tomorrow? There's enough things to worry about today. Hundreds. Do you know what I'm saying? Big facts. And, that's base, and part of that is rooted in the fact that if you're not a Christian, well, you know, that's a different thing. But again, still don't worry. But we're praying if, for you too, don't worry. We're praying for you too. But if you are a Christian, it's like, no, you know God who knows tomorrow. Yeah. Like, chill. Like, there's no there's no bird that falls dead from the sky without God knowing about it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, chill. And then, second, again, in the very, very wise words of a, of a very sharp thinker, um, I think his name was also Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> he said, 
Who sets out to build a tower? <laughs> Good. Who sets out to build a tower without first counting the cost? Right? <laughs> so even if you're not religious, just like take these words of wisdom in. Like before you build anything, like obviously you're going to count how much it's going to cost. Yeah. So anything that you want to do, whether you want to do art full time, whatever it might be, yeah. sit down, be real about it. Yeah. Count the cost. Mm. Like take your dreams and then put them in this real world. Count the cost. Yeah. Can you do it full time? If not, can you do it part time? If you're doing it part time, what are you going to do to fund it? Etc. Etc. Yeah, yeah. Sit down, count the cost, and then build your tower. So yeah, man. As always, guys, let us know what you think. What kind of career are you looking to do? You know, what what have you already done? You mm -hmm. know, are you looking to change careers? Are yeah. You, are you trying to think about the best way to move into a different career? Um, let us know what you think. Um, do you agree with what we've said? Do you mm. completely disagree? Do you think, nah, just chase your dreams, bro? Or do you think, you know what, nah, forget this whole thing about balance. Forget this whole red and purple thing or red and blue thing. Just, just give me, just give me nine to five and I'll be fine. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the DMs. And we'll be happy to correspond with you guys. As always, guys, this has been another episode of the Purple Podcast. Get yourself a bit of red. Get yourself a bit of blue. Come on. And be a part of the purple people. Come on, somebody. Until next time. Why is this foolishness as we've seen on Insta recently? Until tomorrow. Oh, peace. <laughs> <laughs>